Hey everybody and welcome back to Steve's NRL Footy Tips. These are my season previews. Today we're going to be looking at the Canterbury Bulldogs and their chances in the 2023 season. If you haven't, go back and check out the other season previews that I've done so far. I've done four teams, Newcastle Knights, the West Tigers, the New Zealand Warriors and the Gold Coast Titans so far. And make sure you check out Steve's NRL Footy Tips for Round 1. That podcast should be up Tuesday night as I preview all the action of the first round uh, that kickstarts at 8pm Thursday between the Melbourne Storm and the Parramatta Eels. So a lot to look forward to. The season's just around the corner and I'm really excited to, to, uh, to cover all the action this year. If you haven't, please subscribe to the page at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor and follow Steve's NRL Footy Tips on Facebook to stay notified with all the latest announcements regarding the show. All right, with that out of the way, let's get straight to the Canterbury Bulldogs and their chances in 2023. And like I've done with all these season previews, I think it's important to go back and look at the 2022 season and the Bulldogs. The start of the year was uh, really disappointing last year. I mean, they only won one out of their first seven games, and it's important in 2023 that they get off to a flying start but ultimately, that led to the departure of Trent Barrett as the Bulldogs coach. Mick Potter came in and was the interim coach. And one of the really concerning parts about the Bulldogs last year, they finished 12, 7 wins, 17 losses. One of the concerning parts about their season was the attack. And under Trent Barrett, in that first 10 weeks of the competition, they only ended up scoring 96 points total. Uh, Mick Potter came in and they scored 94 in the next four weeks after that. So... Drastic improvement and immediate improvement there for the Bulldogs. But if you look at the season as a whole, they still had the third worst attack in the game. Um, I think they averaged about 14 points a game. Under Mick Potter, it did go up to 20. But still, that is a bottom four team with the football in the NRL. So, you know, scoring points is the problem. And Kyle Flanagan came back in as halfback last year. It was Matt Burden's first year at the club. And, and Josh Adokar, the tri-scoring machine, came in as well. So there was a lot of excitement to start the year. But ultimately, um, it kind of fell apart. Defensively, they were up for a lot of the season. I mean, they conceded about 23 points a game overall. But it uh, wasn't too bad, considering, you know, a lot of times they were outclassed. But they managed to stay in the fight and keep competitive for uh, most of the 80 minutes. Sometimes matches would get away from them late. But, um, you know, it's a brand new start there at Belmore this year. Cameron Sardo is going to come in and, you know, he's been highly touted and highly he was highly sought after as a coach. He's probably, you know, the assistant coach in the NRL that had the most hype about him transitioning to a head coach role. So his first club, uh, his first season fully in charge of a club is in the NRL, and he's going to have plenty of support around him. I know Phil Gould at the Bulldogs has uh, has been an influential part of you know setting up their future pathways and some key signings that have come in. So there's no doubt that there's a lot of excitement in the year at. Belmore and at the Bulldogs in general. The fans are excited. They're hoping for results. And really, 2023 shapes out to be a really important year for this club. A lot of fans expecting top eight. I don't know if I'm going to go that far. Um, but if we look ahead at their signings this year, there's some key men that they brought in. The two main ones, Viliame Kikiar from the Panthers, obviously one of the most destructive second rowers in the comp. He's coming off two premiership wins, and he had a fantastic season last year. He's uh, coming with Reed Barney from the Parramatta Eels. Without a doubt, one of the best hookers in the game. He's very consistent. He'll make 40 to 50 tackles a game for you. But what he also adds 
is crisp service at a dummy half, and he finds a way um, if he sees opposition defences being tired or sleeping. Sometimes he put a kick behind, and he's a very creative hooker, no doubt about it. And, you know, they came in, made an immediate impact. They've also got guys like uh, Fumamanu Brown, Andrew Davey from Manly, Frank Pelle from the Sharks is a good up-and-comer. Hayes Perham's come over from the Eels as well, and Ryan Sutton will add a bit of experience from the Raiders in as well. Um, and their impact's been immediate. I mean, there's been some pretty... I mean, that first trial in the first week of the trials was really impressive. They weren't at their best in the second week, but I think you can definitely see these new recruits put their mark on the club, and I think, you know, there's nothing but improvement in the Bulldogs' future. I don't know you know, how optimistic the fans should be in terms of this year. I think that they should temper their expectations a little bit. Matt Bird and Reid Marnie has, have been named the captains. And we're going to run through their 1-17 to 17 right now, and then I'll tell you what I think uh, the Bulldogs are capable of 2020, in 2023. At fullback, they've got Hayes Perham. Their wingers are Jacob Karaz, who had a great 2022 as a as a young gun. Josh Adokar is his wing partner. In the centres, Jake Avrillo and Paul Adomodi. So you see this back line. You see that Perham's coming in there. The young gun, Alamodi's coming in. So, you know, there's real, really a lot of youth around this club and a lot of excitement. And, you know, these players are coming in with some attacky flair. But for me, and we'll talk about it a little bit more later, there's a real lack of experience and leadership that I think could cause the Bulldogs to, I guess, in the back end of the season. And when games are close, I don't know if they have that experience to get them over the line. So in the halves, they got Matt Burden and Kyle Flanagan. The forwards, the props are Mac King, Max King and Ryan Sutton. Reed Marnie will be the hooker. The second role is for Tiller Mariner and Filiame Kikia. The lock, Luke Thompson on the bench, Josh Reynolds, Corey Waddell, Franklin Pelle, and Jackson Topany. So... As you can see by looking at that 1-17, and they've got guys outside the 17 as well, like Brown, Pangon Jr.'s hurt, so he's going to be out of the early rounds. Andrew Davies a really handy signing. I think he's been really impressive the last few years for Manly and the Eels, Ockenbohr, um, and a lot of other young players there. So, you know, you look at this 1-17, experience wins premierships, in my opinion, and it's important to have that, and I think that's why they've promoted Josh Reynolds and Phil Gould basically said as much to their top 30. Apparently, he was training the house down and he wanted to really help the guys in that department. He never thought to be playing NRL again, but here he is. And I think when he comes on the field, that's going to add uh, some confidence to some of these young guys around him. But I think it's up to him, Luke Thompson, Ryan Sutton, Josh Adokar. They're probably the most experienced players in their squad. And they have to keep that level head when the going gets tough, when you're defending multiple sets from your own line. Um, if the Bulldogs are going to come through this and have a very successful 2023. So, um, you know, one of the key things that I'm looking at when I look at this 1-17 to now as well is you look at the spine and really Reid Barney's going to add, as I mentioned, so much service from dummy half. Matt Burden, we know how electric he can be with the football in hand, but it's a really inexperienced spine apart from Marnie. I mean, Burden's only in his first year of first grade and we know his potential, but for the Bulldogs to make the finals this year, he's going to have to be at his absolute best. Hayes Perham, his first full year in the NRL will be this year. And, you know, I think that Serato is going to be really generous and give him time to make that fullback jersey his own. But at the end of the day, we need results and we need them now there at the Bulldogs. And Kyle Flanagan, it's a probably a defining year of his career this season because, you know, he was solid, did his job in 2022, but... He's really had trouble in his NRL career to this point. 
of being a consistent attacking presence. He's a good defender, no doubt about it, but you know he's been in and out of these first-grade systems. I think if he wants to make that seven jersey his own, he needs to uh, have a big 2023, no doubt about it. And I think that if Josh Reynolds comes on and you know if the Bulldogs are struggling in games, Josh Reynolds would be inserted there in the halves. And you know I just worry about Flanagan and his future in the NRL if he can't start the season. Um, very positive and 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 you know he's a good game manager, Flanagan, but. He can float in and out of games, especially when the Bulldogs have an attacky presence in the uh, opposition's half of the field. So, as I mentioned, scoring points was their big issue in 2022, and they've got some talent and some exciting youth around the field. And, you know, one of the best finishes in the games in the Fox Burdens kicking game is fantastic, and that combination just continued to grow last year. But they need to be more consistent, they need to find a way to score points against these premiership threats, or I think that they could struggle. As I mentioned, especially the back half of games and the back half of the season. I mean, the Bulldogs, they really stuck in the grind and the contest for the first 40 to 60 minutes of matches last year. And then they seemed to um, kind of go away from that in the last 20. They got fatigued and they and they couldn't maintain it with the top teams in this competition. So I think that 2023 is definitely going to be a continued development year for this club. I expect improvement from last year. But will they make the finals? I mean, I think they'll be around there. Around that, I guess, 7th to 11th or 12th area on the ladder. But for me, I think as these players, you know, play some more consistent first grade, start getting more experienced, I expect the next, you know, two to three years to be a really successful period for the Bulldogs. But they're just lacking a little bit of edge, a little bit of class, and a little bit of experience for me to put them in my top eight this season. So I've got the Bulldogs finishing 11th in 2023. What do you guys think? Do you think that I've got the Bulldogs and I've nailed it in this season prediction? They'll be around that, I guess, uh, 9th to 12th area. Or do you think they're going to have a better season? Do you think they can scrape into the eight and, you know, get back to that Bulldogs culture of success that we've seen for so many years in the past? What do you guys think? Let me know. And don't forget to check out my oven season previews and join me Tuesday night for my predictions on my round one show. Thank you guys for listening to Steve's NRL Footy Tips and I'll see you next time on the show.